believe is concentration of calorie. There are different extraordinary people from all corner of Ukraine. You know, there's not so many people who really, really from Kiev sometimes when you met them. There are people from all around Ukraine and they're so different. They are brave enough to express themselves. There are a lot of moves. There are a lot of, again, energy in Kiev. Kiev, it's a city of life. This podcast shows that Ukraine is not what foreigners see on television. In reality, Ukrainian people are much better, much more interesting and dynamic than foreigners expect. So let's change the stereotypes. This podcast is about the real life, experiences, work and personalities of Ukrainian people from all backgrounds. The goal is to build the great reputation of Ukraine all over the world and to break the stereotypes so that foreigners discover the positive truth about Ukraine, hear the voices of Ukrainians, visit the country and invest in the economy, creating more opportunities for the younger Ukrainian generations to stay and build their country. Hello, my name is Aziz and I have a deep connection with Ukraine. My grandfather volunteered in 1987 to help liquidate the Chernobyl chemical radiation because he believed in humanity. He was a real hero for me, and even though he struggled with cancer after that for the rest of his life, he always told me many great things about Ukraine and its people. Then, from 2018 to 2019, for two years, I began working with UNICEF in Ukraine to help build orphanages for the children who lost their families in the war. I couldn't return to Ukraine in 2020 because of COVID-19, so this project is my volunteer work to help Ukraine. And thank you all so much for the support. This podcast now is ranked number one on Apple Podcasts about Ukraine. Top 100 travel podcasts in France, in Switzerland, in Hong Kong, and in Ireland. Top 60 travel podcasts in the United Kingdom, Norway, Japan, and Denmark. Top 50 in Sweden, Canada, Italy, Spain, Singapore, and Jamaica. Top 25 travel podcasts on Apple Russia. Top 15 on Apple Poland, Latvia, Belarus, and in the Netherlands. And top 10 in Finland, Romania, Cyprus, Thailand, South Korea, Egypt, and the Maldives Islands. So keep supporting this project. More than 110 interesting people participated in this podcast for Ukraine, from the vice president of the Helen Marlin Group to the vice chancellor of the UGCC to the Vatican Holy See to the president of the Erasmus Student Network Kiev to the president of the World Trade Center Kiev, to the Royal Academy of Science International Trust, to the FLEX program by the American Councils for International Education, to the Klitschko Foundation, to students from Yale, Columbia and New York, Harvard University, the London School of Economics and Political Science, LCC International, the Stockholm School of Economics in Riga, and Minerva Schools at KGI, 
to the United Nations, to interns at the Ukrainian parliament and at the Canadian parliament, to top 1% students in Ukraine, to Ukrainian YouTube influencers. But not only those. This podcast also features everyday normal Ukrainians sharing their stories, simple lives, and voices with the world because I want to give every Ukrainian from all backgrounds the opportunity to participate in this project for Ukraine. Now, our next goal is to interview 150 Ukrainians on this podcast. So if you wish to learn more about this project or to send me a message, go to the Instagram, aziz.future. My guest today is Marina Kojedub from the National Pedagogical Drogam... From the... <laughs> from the National Pedagogical Dragomanov University to be in a coordinator and volunteer at the Volunteer and Youth Development Unit at the Ukrainian Red Cross Society, to be in a member of the European Youth Coordination Committee at the International Federation of Red Cross and Red Crescent Societies, to assist in at the project Human Rights and Criminal Justice System in Ukraine for the Council of Europe, Marina is now a project coordinator at CMI, Crisis Management Initiative, a Finnish NGO created by a Nobel Peace Prize laureate and former president of Finland to promote peace in the world and prevent and resolve conflict through informal dialogue and mediation. She used to climb mountains with over 5,000 meters elevation in Georgia and Kyrgyzstan. She has a tradition of celebrating New Year in the winter Carpathian, sleeping in a tent. She has a beautiful cat, and Marina loves tattoos and is breaking the stereotype that tattoos are not appropriate in the diplomatic field. Marina, how are you today? Hi, hi Aziz. Thank you very much. I'm super excited. I'm really great today. I'm good today. And, um, you know, thank you for invitation. And as you said, it's uh, it's this podcast to break stereotypes about Ukrainians. So, of course, I'm feeling very excited and great today. Thank you. Yes. And you're one of the people participating, breaking stereotypes. And I'm grateful and I thank you for what you're doing for Ukraine. And to begin with a question, I guess this question that I want to ask you is, Marina, when you want to really feel alive, to feel like you're fulfilled, enjoying life, and so happy, what is something that you like to do that gives you that feeling? Hmm. <clears throat> Thank you, Aziz. You start from very deep question. And... I really like it because I, I thought about this before and I think it doesn't depend on some particular action. It depends on connection with people and how you feel you are valuable in this world. So if I feel that what I'm doing is valuable to others, if I see that I'm useful in this world, it's give me power, it's give me energy and it's what makes me happy. Thank you. So what I'm hearing is this. When you do activities of any kind that make you useful for others, where you add value to other people's lives, you feel satisfied and valuable in this world. Is this correct? Exactly. Yes. 
then two things. You mentioned <laughs> connection with people and you mentioned, you know, being valuable and useful. Well, yeah. what does it mean to you when you say connection with people? And well, begin there. What does it mean for you when you say connection with people? Mm -hmm. um, yeah, thank you, Aziz, for this question. For me, connection is when you can feel people and you trust them and you are open to them and they are open to you. It's kind of like to be brave enough to open your heart, to trust, to guide, to be guided by others and interact. It's about connection. And it's um, to have how some, something like a bright intention in terms of interaction with others. This is about connection to me. Thank you. So what I'm hearing is you begin with good intention, you trust people first, you open yourself, and in return, they open to you and trust you, and that feeling is connection. Is this complete and correct? For me, yes. In my perception of what, it's correct. Great. And to ask even further, do you have a story or a memory where you really felt connected to people? Yes, I have several stories, but one which comes to my mind right now, it's a story uh, which happened with me when I was in Switzerland in Initiative of Change Organization. I used to volunteer to this organization, this international organization which promotes peace and like values of humanity. And at this moment, I discussed with many people and we worked with uh, our emotions, with our perception of the world. And in this community, I felt very safe and I felt connection as I was brave enough to talk about some uh, some crisis which I faced in my life. And I found a lot of support in, uh, from people. And at this very moment, I really cried and I felt that, oh my God, I'm not alone in the world. I have a lot of great people who really opened the heart to me and this what supported me so much. And this was the very first moment of the very deep transformation when I realized and opened what is the connection to me. So it's happened during this education, I would say training with inter, uh, Initiative of Change International in Switzerland. Thank you. So you are in Switzerland you shared the crisis that was very personal to you right? and people supported you. You felt you're not at alone. And in that moment you cried and you felt supported by others. And that began your transformation towards connection. Is this correct? Yes, it's correct. And it's also connected to the idea that sometimes to open something new and to give floor to change, you should leave, you should, you know, maybe face some crisis, maybe face some block inside you. To open something new, you should broke something which don't give you power to move on. And this experience was about this. This experience opened to me a new overview on the world of people, on the term connection, etc. Thank you. So if I may say it in other words, if I understood correctly, the more we face our fears and traumas, the more we release them. And if we don't, they will block us from being the best person we can be and be useful truly in this world. Is this correct? Yes, yes, Aziz, it's how I feel it. And you really uh, have to say, <laughs> summarize me exactly what I, what I meant, right? Thank you. And it's a great, great thought and a great attitude. 
And to go to the other part that you mentioned before, being useful in the world, well, I will begin with even another part, which would be similar to your Switzerland story. Do you have a moment or a story where you realize the importance of being useful in this world? Um, I think so. And also I want to add you that sometimes uh, to, to feel useful, sometimes it's not about something global and have to say very, about, it's not about status, it's not about job title. For me to be useful, it's to see light in the eyes of other people. And for me to be really useful, it's something where it's happening when you have this connection with some individuals. It could be one person, a group of person, and you can support others. You can provide some good service for one or two person, and it's about and it's meaningful for them. This is about usefulness. This is this is values because sometimes you know when people ask me, okay, where you work, and I don't like say about my peaceful project or my volunteer work, and people would say, oh, it sounds super useful, but but you know, it's not really. If when I feel that I'm useful, it's not in this global title. It's not when I do a lot of work. It's when I do some minor task with one or two people and I give something unique to them and we exchange this uni unique energy and we support each other and we create something great and I feel that I'm useful. This is about, about usefulness for me. Thank you. That's wonderful. And this is what I'm hearing. And again, please correct me if this is wrong. Usefulness to you is not about status or job title. It's more about that connection where one person or a group of people, you do something specific to them that will support them and help them, and you see the light in their eyes and that moment of connection where you are affecting their lives positively or making a difference for them, and that difference you can see in their eyes that it happened and that moment of connection and eyes lighting, and that's to you the real meaning of being useful. Is this correct or would you like to change or add something? I would like to add uh, because for me it's the most important in this world. It's about this power of humanity when we exchange this kindness, when we support each other and when it's happened, you know, in some like really, I would say like atmosphere where it's not something, you know, uh, like super cool top level conference. In something happened, on the closed door and it's something like very intimate because it's about the connection to soul i would say and when you see this light and when you feel this energy you share this energy with other people with people who you will speak after this meeting or next day when you have this energy you bring this energy to all other work to all other tasks and even for this you know high level conference you come and you feel for what you're doing this because then you have this unique chance to talk to one or two person and it's changing everything it's where you take your power it's where you take your energy etc et i love that and i want to understand more you said it's about the soul and when you have that energy you can share it and exchange it with others so you support each other and it can happen behind closed doors in intimate situations and when you have that energy you can then bring that power even to high-level conferences, but it comes from connection. Can you speak more about that soul, that energy, 
how is it cultivated, how is it grown, and how do you increase it in yourself and in others? Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, it's very, very deep question. You know, uh, when we started, I didn't expect that it comes this way, but I trust it goes the way it should go. And it's also connected to the idea of feeling the soul and be guided by it. I believe in energy and I believe that we all energy and we connected to the idea of something great, of something bigger. For some of the people, it's God. For some of the people, it's the energy of universe. I don't know exactly what is for me, but it's about the kindness. It's about the humanity. It's about something bigger than we are. And the soul, it's what like what's give us opportunity to be connected to this and everyone come here to be good i believe to be really kind to make great changes to to support this environment however we're facing a lot of difficulties on our way and it's really hard to manage sometimes and i don't believe that the people angry i believe people not satisfied because of the environment and they can handle their emotion and this is what we what we should working on and yes and when you open this kindness and when you touch your soul and when you have this light and support this light in other people and receive support because support from others is also very important then you can be connected to something bigger this bigger give you energy and if you follow this humanity human humanity like i would say road then it's the, the, the universe give you flow, the universe give you chances to grow, to support growing of other, and you also receive a lot of support from other. So for me, this is, this is about it. I'm not sure if it's really clear, but I tried my best. Not, not every day I talk about such, such deep things, I would say, as this. <laughs> Thank you very much. So this is what I am hearing. We have a soul, which is our connection to the energy of the universe or to God. And that soul is very kind and very supportive. And there is light in there. But our environment and maybe our crisis and trauma, like you helped release from yourself in Switzerland, that is making people not realize this or behave in a more negative way. But the more we understand and connect to that kind energy and we support each other and we exchange energy and we live following that light and that path of humanity and kindness the more we will have experiences of flow as well as experiences that allow us to grow and go to the next level where we can become more useful and we will have more energy to share more with more people and change more lives. And that begins even with one person in an intimate situation with a small gesture. And that will cultivate more of the energy and the light to use it at a more global scale because you'll have more power, more flow, and more ability to grow. Is this correct understanding? <laughs> this, I don't know, but you, I don't know how to say, but you're really perfect how you rephrase it. You know, it's kind of like guidelines, <laughs> guidelines of my thoughts. You can write project on this. It's, it's super structured. Thank you very much, Aziz. You're really great in this. You're welcome. I appreciate <laughs> your kind words. And I thank you very, very much for this. Now, I want to explore other parts of your personality to also connect them with this. So can you tell me about something 
that you have been in these last weeks or this year or this pandemic thinking about a lot, either something you want to change in the world, to change in your life, to improve, or a lesson that you learned that you want to remember forever, some thought that keeps on returning this in this period? Yeah, thank you, Aziz, for the question. Um, this pandemic period was difficult to me when it started uh, because with the beginning of pandemic, I, um, I found that I have some disease which is connected to my kidney and it was kind of like chronical one and I didn't know that I has it and it's kind of now will be very personal story but I hope it will be useful for other people and when the COVID started I, I found out that I have this disease and to stop it I should drink pills which kill your immune system because it was actually autoimmune uh, disease and to stop it you should first um, have to say put down your immune system and it was really scary for me because when you drink these pills, uh, uh, your chances to be really deep, uh, have to say, deep suffer from COVID are higher. And I was uh, sitting at home like six months. I just visited the hospitals and I ordered food from delivery, etc. And I worked from home. I worked at this period of time, but I was totally closed in my flat and I was alone. However, before the pandemic, I was traveling a lot. And it was sometimes I was one week uh, in Kiev per three months, for example. All other time I was traveling around Ukraine, around world, and I had really crazy life. I was always in hurry. I was wanted to do everything, you know. I, I was like from there to there. I wanted to do all what I can. And when COVID first we locked the border, my plan changed. And I was alone at home and I didn't have energy even travel within Ukraine or do something. And then I realized, oh my God, why I was so, I wanted to be on time everywhere. But what is time? What is time when you sit at home six months and you are scary to go out because of COVID and because of you drink autoimmune depressants, it's, it's the time is, is different. The time is different. And then I realized how important to be in the moment. How important. You want to do something good, but but you forget what is good when you always try to fit deadlines, when you always try to do more. You know, because this idea of successful life, it's killing our souls. And it's what I realized when I was sick. At this difficult period of time, I start to think in how I can improve it, how I can change it, how I can be more in the moment and enjoy how I can to stop myself to be more useful. And it's why I started with this conclusion about the soul, about the connection with people, because exactly at the moment when I was at home, when I was sick, six months, it's what I realized. And it was not really easy. It was also deep transformational process. And therefore now I really advise myself to stop, to relax, to, to feel this minute and to enjoy. Like like now I'm enjoying this to talk to you and I hope people who will listen to it also will enjoy this, this exact moment. I agree with you. And if I understand you correctly, during the beginning of the pandemic, you discovered you had a disease related to your kidneys and you needed to take pills that will depress your immune system for you to be able to deal with and fix and improve that disease. And you stay six months and it's a scary period. 
because if you get coronavirus while your immune system is depressed, you will have a big complications and a severe case of coronavirus. So you stayed at home, you were eating from delivery, working from home, only going to the hospitals, and then you realized there was this idea of a successful life that was killing your soul because rushing from meeting to meeting and from travel to travel and from project to project didn't give you time to sit, reflect, and think about what is important for you. But insight came when you are forced to stand still and think about time when you are at home because of the pandemic and you realize that what is important is to be useful to people in a way that you connect with them and that will bring the light to their eyes and to your soul and you support each other rather than chasing a life of achievements that don't always align with this support, kindness and humanity. Is this the correct understanding? Yes, yes. It's exactly what I wanted to, to, to say, Aziz. Thank you. You're welcome. And then to explore a bit more about maybe you change now, but what is an activity that is similar to you, mountain climbing or going to the Carpathians in winter or something like that? Because maybe after this insight and realization, it changed. Maybe now it's yoga or maybe now it's meditation <laughs> or something else. But what is something from those activities or another that give you the ability to relax so that you have more of the battery, that you can have the more of the energy rather than being exhausted to be <laughs> useful and to connect with people and to support them? Yeah. Yes, Aziz, uh, you're right in terms of connecting my hobbies to my period of life and my conscious, because really climbing top uh, high, really high mountains, for me, it was like a challenge. And for me, it was about success. However, I do like uh, climbing. I do like hiking. And now I would like to go to trekking, maybe to trekking, not to like super high mountain, but I like this nature. And maybe now I will do it differently. I guess if I will go to mountain now and I plan to go to mountains, soon because now I have better health condition and I, I, I'm sure it will be even more better, even better, I'm sorry. So I want to go, but I want to re more relax and more feel nature because it's, it's now I'm ready to feel it more deeper. And speaking about the new hobbies, now I like swimming and I do it two or three times per week because water it's something to interact with in something to to work with it's very interesting so i'm swimming i'm run sometimes and i like ride the bicycle so this is what i'm doing now yoga i'm not sure it's not always easy for me speaking frankly i guess i'm still on my way to yoga however i tried two different types of yoga but i like meditation and a new a new habit which i try to you know develop in me and i'm working on it already for a half of the year it's meditation when you just can sit and connect to your breathing and release all thoughts it's also what give you a lot of energy for the all day for the week etc etc it's also depends when you do it so this is what i want to say that is amazing and i'm a meditation lover as well but i won't even comment on any of those because i believe a deeper more heartfelt thing that we should think about and speak about is this. What do you think 
was the reason or the reasons that you were pushing yourself so much for achievements and being busy before because mm -hmm. you had this insight. Maybe other people right now are pushing themselves as well. And if you share your own reasons that made you think the right way is to be always busy, to rush from uh, action to task to activity and to chase that success rather than understanding that true value of connection. Well, what did you believe before that maybe was driving that so much? Yeah, I believe it was uh, social pressure and expectation. Uh, yeah, I think it was the most powerful. I always asked me, oh, what people would think about me and connect. And if you're speaking about the like family and education institution in Ukraine, we can see that this, uh, like, I would say even paradigma on to think what other you think about you are super powerful. And I was really victim of this paradigma. And yeah, and it's what I think we should um, work on especially in Ukraine, uh, because there are a lot of pressure. Oh, what people will think about you? Oh, your classmates are better. Oh, like other people achieve this and this. You should do also good. Oh, it's not good enough. You can do better. And I and I heard it sometimes. It was, was not always addressed exactly to me. But when you hear this, you also, you know, put this pressure on you. And it's what also killing you because it's destructive. It doesn't give you opportunity to ask yourself, what do I want? What is really my wishes? What's really my needs? What I want in this life? Where is my path? So I think this is, this is what really pushed me so much, pushed me destructively, I would say. Thank you. So what I heard is this that in Ukraine, the educational system and even family, and you mentioned it wasn't totally addressed to you personally, but there are many comments and social pressure about other people performing at a great level and better than other than the person who is here in it, which pushes them to work always harder, trying to keep up to be as good as what society or the system tells them is the right way to be. And they don't have time to stand still, be in the moment and think or even stop thoughts to feel, what do I love? What makes me happy? What is important for me? So that they follow that rather than following what society gives as a model that maybe is not right for them. And they are too much in the rat's race running there that they don't have time to even know they're going the wrong way. So is this correct? Yes, this is. Yes, yes, of course. And I want to return to swimming. You said that water is very interesting to interact with. Can you describe to me what do you love about swimming? And how is that experience of interacting with the water that is so interesting for you? Uh, first of all, water is energy, and you can, uh, you know, you can take a lot of power from it. And also, it's about the trust because when it's very deep and you don't feel anything under your feet, you start to trust. And it's also have to work with your fur, have to trust environment, and have to take energy of water, and have to to swim and to have power to do it for a long distance. It's also for me about the psychological work 
about the trust to environment, about the trust to water, and about the energy, because water is very powerful. It could be in different condition as a human. We also have a lot of water in us. So it's something about this. I want to focus on trust because it's probably the word that you mentioned most often. And it seems to me you had something that didn't give you the thought of trust in others or the environment. And it is psychologically you're working on Mm -hmm. developing more trust to other people and to the environment. Is this a correct understanding? And yes, what do you think? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Can you share how did you approach trust before? Did you have some stories that you're willing to share or experiences that broke your trust somehow? <laughs> and then experiences that made you think, that was wrong. I need to regain my trust. And you became serious about redeveloping it. Because if there is a word that two words that will be even more, I mean, three words for you, it is energy, being useful, or kindness, which is to you, I think it's very related and trust. <laughs> so let's explore trust. What is trust? How did it get broken before and what made you regain it and what is the story about that <laughs> as is you're amazing it's like a, but in a way it's like a meeting with my therapist but a very good one <laughs> it's really unexpected but i'm so happy to have this conversation and you are right it's a trust exactly what i'm working on and for me it's more about the trust to the universe. I believe that everything which happened to us happening for a reason. And even if it's some difficult situation, it's happened to us because we should understand something. Maybe we are choose wrong road for us. Maybe we don't feel ourselves. Maybe we don't follow really our wishes. And actually universe give us different situation, different people, different sign. And for me, trust is to accept it and is to trust to the universe to relax not to control something you know i used to be people a person obsessed with controlling when i just started my very first job i tried to, to control everything when i implement my first project with red cross as a project coordinator i wanted to coordinate everyone every second and it was crazy. It was exhausted to me and people always also was not always happy because I wanted to control all of them. And it was destructive. And this moment, I understand, I was afraid to trust people. I was afraid to trust universe. But in fact, we, we can't control anything. We do not control anything. We didn't know that we will have COVID and now everything is locked. We can't control what's going on in this world. Yes, we have influence. Yes, we can change a lot. But in fact, we can't control. We just can do something and be guided by the environment and be flexible to accept something new and to change something what we didn't want maybe to change. But sometimes it's very important. And... You also mentioned the word energy and also kindness, right? And I believe it's all connected. It's again connected to the idea that all for me is energy, good energy, and good energy are inside of us. But we should have power and power to be brave, to trust to the world, to trust to others, 
to trust in kindness and to be kind. I think it's all very, very interconnected. And of course, again, connected is, I think, one more word <laughs> which I used a lot of time to be connected to something bigger than yourself. Great. So if I understood you correctly, it's this. Uh, a while ago, I won't say a long time ago or not, but before, <laughs> <laughs> before, you didn't trust the universe. You didn't trust other people. You tried to control everything, every second, every person. And there was this need for an outcome. And what happened is life, as they say, gives you not what you want, but it gives you the lessons that you need. Life was teaching you that you need to trust the environment and to connect to something bigger because whatever is happening now, whether a crisis or a good thing or a bad thing is not actually bad, but it's part of something bigger and it's always the perfect thing happening at every moment. And therefore, to not think that we can control everything, but to be brave enough to trust the environment, to trust other people, and to trust that we can be flexible to whatever happens, and it will allow us to grow. And as long as we stay kind and connect to our light and exchange support with others, we will have opportunities to both be in flow and in the moment, as well as grow as a person and whatever comes to us is an opportunity to become better rather than us trying to need to control what will happen because we are not in charge but something beyond us and bigger than us is in charge of everything and everything is happening for a reason is this a correct understanding and what would you like to add Yes, as in, thank you. You're really mm, good in summarizing. And I think your, your skills to listen to other people, active listening is perfect. You really feel me. And it's about empathy. And, you know, it's what I maybe wanted to add. It's about skills. Because without the skills, without the educating ourselves every day, it's, it's hard to really, you know, trust. Because once you can get good lessons learned, but if you stop in your development, you know, it's hard, it's hard to keep going, it's hard to be guided by the world, because it's all, it's energy like to be in the flow, energy like to be in, in the move, the life is move, and it's also connected to how we develop ourselves, and this develop, development not only about the feeling your souls, it's also how to feel your souls, and interact with the words and also interact with the institution about these words, with different people, with different mindset, with maybe different paradigma and different religions and also different stereotypes because we live around plenty of stereotypes. So you started this meeting about that we want to break the stereotypes and make ourselves, I would say first ourselves, to be more open to accept others and be ready to accept ourselves how we are. And I think it's important to break the stereotypes and to go our way to build, like, like I would say, to build humanity around, <laughs> or how we can call it. Thank you. And I won't even summarize because there are two things that stood out to me. One, you said that energy likes to move and to flow. Well, you mentioned before, exchange of support and of kindness. So now I see how that word exchange is so important because I believe, and correct me if I'm wrong, 
to you when we have energy we cannot keep it stuck in ourselves it has to be going to other people and return to us and go and return and that flow of energy is in many ways what recharges us and increases our energy and helps us develop to the next level is this a correct understanding it, it talk more about the flow of energy and the movement and why is it important because I believe that's a very important topic that you can share and talk about. And then I will ask more later, yeah. but that's something beautiful. <laughs> Thanks, Aziz. Thank you, Aziz. You know, it's you influence me. I believe without you, I would never have this, exactly this dialogue. And you contributed to this. And thank you so much because I'm really... I'm, I'm inspired by you to talk about this and explore more. And each conversation, each dialogue, it's about exploring. And, and if speaking about the energy, I trust that all what we have in our life, it's a result of how we're using our energy. Energy in everything, in what we are wearing, what we are eating, uh, money is energy like time is time is not but it's not about always time it's also interesting because sometimes i i ask question what is more important energy or time but you know time is nothing if you don't have energy and once again when i was six months at home i i have almost zero energy and i was not so satisfied but i had a lot of time and Yes, so energy is the most important and it's everything. It's also not only about interaction with people, it's also interaction with things, interaction with your flight, interaction with the food, with the, with the nature, with the animals. It's, it's all about this for me. And we, I guess as a human, we decide how to, which things, which people we want you know, to contribute, to interact with, because it's what fulfill us. And it's all interdependent to me. I like that. It's all interdependent. And what I heard is that energy is everything. Maybe it's not time, but time without energy is nothing. Yeah. But when we think about it, it's our interactions with people. It's our interactions with the environment and with things. And even further, our ability to both trust which allows more flow of the energy as well as our mindset and skills and thoughts that influence our energy. And the more we increase our energy, the more we can be useful in a kind way to others that will light up their eyes with that light of humanity and kindness that is connected to our soul. And the more we connect our soul to the higher energy, the more energy we have and the better we use our energy with our environment and with people, the more we increase it, which gives us flow and allows us to develop as human beings. Is this correct? Yes, Aziz, thank you very much that you're referring my words back to me. It's given me even more food <laughs> to think about this. Thank you. You are welcome. And to go even like, in a, we are in a perfect place for you to share this. Maybe you'll repeat something, maybe something new came up. But if you feel your heart and think that there are people listening who will benefit from any advice or <clears throat> lesson you can share, what would your heart wish to share with the world? 
so that you can be useful in a kind way. And maybe you don't see, you don't see people's eyes lighted up, but I'm sure in their own homes, you can imagine them lighten up. What would be the best advice you can give to people in this moment that will really be useful to them? Thank you, Aziz. First of all, I think the best advice um, we can receive its advice we will give to our to after sorry can i repeat it <laughs> i wanted to say something smart but then um i want to say that the best advice we ever can receive it advice we can create so first of all i don't really like to give an advice because who i am to give advice to others but what can i say from my experience is that marina trust universe you can't control everything. Relax and trust it because the power of trust is power of kindness, is power of universe, it energy. But trust is also not about, you know, sitting on the chair and waiting present from universe. It's about doing something. It's about develop yourself, educate yourself, but also trust. And if you feel that it's hard, that it's crisis, stop and think. Maybe you should find another door to go through, maybe another road waiting to you. Maybe it's time to change something. It's time to change the direction. It's what I would like to advise to myself, but other people can listen to it. And if they feel they can transform it to their own advice, but there is no unique advice to everyone. We all create advice to ourselves. I agree with you 100%. And now I have a question which is about direction that you mentioned. And you mentioned that energy likes to flow and that energy likes to move. Well, then to ask you even deeper, when you go, your energy goes in a direction that is not working, do you think it means that you should look for another direction? Or maybe in that direction, there is some inner crisis and block and trauma that maybe to put more energy to release it and break through could open a new door for you? Or what is your thought and what you meant about energy when it goes in a direction and if it's not the right direction to go in another one? Yes, it's very, very relevant question. And I ask this question often myself, because sometimes when it's difficult, it's not always means that you should, you know, change direction or just stop working some like on some project. No, I think it's about to think. It's about to relax and think. And it can help you to find the block. I, I really don't support the idea if something is hard, you should like give it up or have to say stop to do it and change direction and do something new no sometimes to finish something to produce the result you should invest a lot of energy again and you should work on something from the beginning to the end and if you but if you deeper understand that yes it's connected to your values you feel that you're comfortable but with the values on what you're working on but you feel it's difficult sometimes maybe approach you should change approach maybe you should help you should ask to help from other people maybe it's indeed something like personal maybe you should work with your feelings you should try to work with yourself you should try to think where is the block or what could be changed maybe approach maybe skills maybe tools but then 
if you do it for for long period of time if you spend a lot of energy but nothing change then maybe then you should think about the change in direction but from the beginning when you face the crisis stop and think what could be changed in this particular situation because crisis always help us grow if we use this correctly i like that and it's actually a message of hope and i wish more people in the world followed that and since you have traveled to many places as well as lived in ukraine well maybe you have been asked about ukraine or maybe now you can share since this is really relevant to the podcast if you are to describe ukrainian people and your favorite things about ukraine to the world what would you say that will represent the uniqueness of ukraine ukrainians and their personalities thank you for the question aziz you know i live now in kiev i, I do like this city and maybe speaking about ukraine i want everyone to invite to kiev because it's super great city and exactly in kiev you can find people from all places around ukraine because kiev is concentration of colorie there are different extraordinary people from all corner of ukraine you know there's not so many people who really really from kiev sometimes when you met them there are people from all around ukraine and they are so different they are brave enough to express themselves there are a lot of moves there are a lot of again energy in kiev kiev it's a city of life kiev it is life because when you go through the city center of kiev and you go through the podol you can just you can just feel it how it's live it has its own soul it has its unique style it has but this all unique style it's people who live here who come here and who contribute to the development of this city and also i want to add that now ukraine is in a great period of transformation we are like a baby we are like a baby and i believe this baby was born during the maidan revolution because ukraine before maidan revolution it's different ukraine we faced deep crisis we have war but still we have a lot of opportunity and chances to grow to to change and now what's going on in ukraine i'm so happy because we start to be more open we start to fight corruption we start to fight discrimination and i'm really happy maybe maybe fight it's not exactly the best word to describe what's going on but ukrainian it's people who like freedom it's people who will stand for their freedom and i ask you to come here and feel because there are people who live in the country where the crisis and who still believe in the future in the great future and who creates this future so come here and feel it Thank you very much. I love your energetic message and you're really sharing your energy and soul with people and with the world and being kind and useful to Ukraine and to Ukrainians and to the listeners. And I wish you a great day and much better health so that you can do all the things that you plan with relaxed calm demeanor and attitude. Thank you, Marina. Yes, thank you Aziz. It was really amazing dialogue with you. I would say dialogue because what I said, I said because of your support and because of your question. Thank you so much.